Speak live there, son. I, I love our intro. It's just really long. And now I'm trying to think of something to say. As the kids would say today, I think it's it's hit. It's hip. It's hit. <laughs> I don't know whose kids those were. Maybe mine. What is it? No camp. <laughs> That's right. No lie. No cap. I, I literally have to think about it. I have no <laughs> idea what it means. Isn't that the truth? I just yeah. learned what drip meant. Drip is style, right? Yeah, I just wow. learned that. See, I just taught me something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this podcast is paying off already. <laughs> As everything we say has a question mark above our heads. We're like, right? Yeah. Yeah. Our theology is better than our. Uh, in our looks. Amen. Yes. <laughs> In our modern lingo. There you go. <laughs> All right. So we are back again with another episode of Bigfoot, uh, Bigfoot Revival. Boy, <laughs> I just went for a flashback. Man, Man alive. alive. Man alive. <laughs> and we have a uh, special guest with us. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy, what's your last name? Last name is Varner. V is in victory. Yeah. And we know where that comes from. It ain't from any Varner. So You worked... Really hard to get that one, didn't Brother, you? that's my whole life. I'm telling you. Everybody says, what was that, Warner? Is that Garner? It's like, no, sir, it's Varner. So finally, yeah, I think my dad told me that. V my, with the victory. My immediate thing just went, varnish. I'm exactly. sorry, I don't no, know why. Varmint. I've been called varmint. Varmint. I've been called a lot worse, but. Yeah. High school's rough. It is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, sir. Uh, we have a, a, an, ep- an episode where we're going to get controversial. Uh, I know that we have been afraid to dip our toes into controversy in the past. Uh, we're a bunch of cowards. But today, today, we are going to talk about patriarchy. About what? Yeah. So uh, if, you've, if you've been listening to us for long, which nobody has, but if you had... Um, I was bringing up, maybe this is why I started off with Bigfoot Revival. Uh, I was talking about patriarchy back then. Hmm. And a big part of that was because I was looking at, uh, uh, complementarianism hmm. and I said, why do we call it that? And how come it can be anywhere from something biblical to, uh, uh, you can't uh, distinguish it from egalitarian. Egalitarian, so, yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. And yeah. so, uh, so I decided to go. Uh, I'm going to start saying biblical patriarchy. Evidently, I'm not the only person because it was like a week later I started hearing it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yes. So maybe I was hearing it before and just being right ignorant about the whole thing. <laughs> I'm making up this term, <laughs> but um, when me and James met, one of the first things he said was you ought to meet my pastor Jeremy because uh, he is definitely a, uh, uh, about biblical patriarchy. So one of my first questions is going to be, what drove you to um, thinking about patriarchy and then deciding to use that over maybe something more common like complementarianism? Yeah, great question. So for all transparency, I guess you could call me a recovering complementarianist so for the longest time and even here in this church i taught the complementarian view um and 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 i would say again just as you explained a little while ago the question has become well which side of that are you on which side of the aisle are you on the left side of it 
which yeah. is the again the the loosey goosey uh, anything goes side, that, which looks like egalitarianism, um, or are you on the conservative side, which that's where I was, yeah. and I had not heard the term biblical patriarchy other than understanding the Old Testament and and yeah. and Abraham and Isaac and you know these were the patriarchs. Well, yeah, it was right. talking about the patriarchs, right? And and yeah, and so my assumption obviously was, oh well, yeah, we're we're not in the Old Testament, so uh, this makes sense, right? But as I began to delve into the Scripture, begin to think through some of these things, and in light of uh, the pushback from culture, it caused mm. me to think more mm. in depth on. Well, wait a minute. What what does the Bible actually say about these things? Yeah. And I don't see where God changed His plan on father rule because patriarchy, right? It's yeah. that's if we're going to get down to the core. God has established the order, and that's what it's about. Uh, again, you we've got to define these terms, yeah. and, and and it was upon defining the terms biblically, I found myself saying, you know what. If you're going to label me, I'd rather be labeled biblically. Amen. That, that's right. Amen. That's right. I, I think uh, I think a lot of guys have been saying, okay, I've been taught this my whole life, and in a very uh, shallow may not be the right word, but I, I'm going to use it anyway. In a very shallow way, we've said, well, it makes sense. Mm. It, 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 you know, I was taught the conservative view of complementarianism, mm-hmm. um, and but as as like you said, as things moved forward, and I really started going, how come everybody can use that term? Like it didn't <laughs> yeah, matter. Yeah, like exactly. everybody used that term. I said, what does the Bible say? Just like you did, and and I think um, I started hearing it from. A couple of different places about the same time that it was kind of wrong. And how, how many years ago do you reckon that was? Months ago, years ago. Uh, good question. I would say probably within the last three years. Okay. So yeah. I'm fairly new in, 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 and let me explain why. Because again, I think going back to uh, when I thought of the term complementarianism. I simply saw it through the lens of, okay, God created man and woman in the image of God. He created them. We have differing roles, right? We have differing responsibilities. There's clearly a unique difference. These were things that I heard being taught from the complementarianist view. I knew we weren't egalitarian, right, which right. is equal at all costs, so to speak. Um, and so that's just... Where I settled, um, and so the idea of of complementarity, um, and I'd love to read this quote, Kevin DeYoung, which is interesting because he's writing this article on a page of a complementarist uh, page. <laughs> we won't name the sources, but anyway, he said uh, the idea of complementarity that men and women were designed with a special fittedness each for the other is not new. The term complementarianism, however, is relatively recent in the seminal 1991, and some would trace it back to Wayne Grudem and, and uh, John Piper, I guess, in 88. Yeah, yeah. But it, in, in his book, John Piper and, and Wayne Grudem, Recovering Biblical Manhood and Womanhood, here's a quote, Deliberate, d- deliberately termed their recovery mission, 
a vision of biblical complementarity because they wanted to both correct the, quote, selfish and hurtful practices of the traditionalist view and avoid the opposite mistakes coming from evangelical feminists. So I think it's important for me and my processing to understand why, wait a minute, I I think complementarianism stops short. I got to go back to understand where it came from in the first place. And my understanding is, you correct me if I'm wrong, gentlemen, it started as a recoil because of two things happening in in, in society. One was the feminist movement in the 70s, right? Which brought about egalitarianism because what happens in the world, a lot of times the women in the church and the men in the church will say, hey, that seems like a good idea. We should hijack that and change the name to Christianize it. What is it? Uh, The church is always 10 years behind the culture. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what happened with egalitarianism in the church. So these men with good intent, Wayne Grudem and, and John Piper, come out of the gate and say, well, we need to counter that. And again, kudos to them for those attempts. But there again, I think they didn't go back to where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. And they lumped it all together by throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. Because, again, the traditional view has always been well, for over 1,900 years, patriarchy. I may be more critical than you. No worries. Uh, but I I had read... I don't know if it was uh, from DeYoung or not, but mm-hmm. I, I'd read that same uh, uh, thought process mm-hmm. of of Piper and, and Grudem. And my mind went, they, they fail for that trap that the church often does yep. where they deliberately move left mm. and, and, and bring the church with it rather than defining their terms correctly. Yes. And so when you wind up doing that, you're, you're, it's no surprise. Well, I, this is what killed Spurgeon, right? The, the downgrade uh, controversy. It, it, it is once you start moving in that direction, it, it's just a matter of time before you are just at the level of the, the, the liberal or the... And when I say liberal, you know, we're not talking politics. You know, we're talking... We're talking men who do not hold sound doctrine. Right. They, 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 um, the Bible is not their final authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. Culture, and, and today mm-hmm. right. it's the culture that's the final authority. I love a quote from John MacArthur, and I've used it here often. He said this. He said that the Lord, Jesus is no longer Lord of the church. The unregenerate sinner is. Now let me say that again. Jesus is no longer Lord of the church. The unregenerate sinner is. And it goes to your point. They're trying to, in essence, bring peace by appeasing man instead mm-hmm. of standing firm on thus saith the Lord. So right. I agree with you on that yeah. criticism. I'm well, with you. And, and this is something the church has always struggled yep. with because even in the Scripture, you look at the, the, the Israelites when Jesus is coming into Jerusalem mm-hmm. riding on a donkey— and they're 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 shouting, and it's Hosanna, Hosanna. Um, but what were they looking for? They were looking for something to. They were looking for someone to solve their own problems. Yes. Yeah. At that time, it's it's commonly agreed that that's Rome, right? Mm. And Jesus came for something larger. He came yes. for our sins. And so, 
a, a quote that I I didn't realize it, it didn't it wasn't something that I had honed and worked on. And Curry's the one that kind of pointed it out to me. He was like, "Who'd you quote on that?" And I'm like, "I didn't quote nobody." Um, Couldn't come from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that was. <laughs> are you worshiping the Jesus mm. that you want, mm-hmm. or are you worshiping the Jesus who He is? Amen. And, yeah. and and that's what we see in complementarianism. Yes, that's what we see in and, and what complementarian was trying to do is say. Well, uh, uh, let's ma- let's. They think they're mashing the brakes, right? But well, we don't need to mash the brakes. We need to mash the gas, right? Mm. Yes, yes. So, so you've mentioned a couple of times a phrase that I like: uh, "Go back to mm-hmm. something," mm-hmm. right? Go back to what says the scripture about patriarchy, right? Because you you have egalitarianism. Mm-hmm. Right. You have this complementarianism, which I like how we've put this, a wide shelf and a lot of stuff can go on it. Right. But patriarchy is not the answer. Biblical. Yes. Patriarchy is. So when we say go back, what we're referring to, we're referring to the scripture. Yes. So where would you go in the Old Testament, say Genesis or so to to really set a this is what God said. This is what we're working from. Where where would you go? Um well, uh, can yes, I, can please I, jump. Yes, I would go back to where the Pharisees asked Jesus about divorce, mm. and Jesus says, "Was it not written in the written in the beginning that He created man and woman, and that man was to leave his wife?" It, you know, he's he he's saying, you know, even even if there's divorce, you're focusing on why to divorce mm. instead of why marriage, mm-hmm. why. And he lays out the proper role of the, the the marriage and the home in that. Now, in that, the reason I wanted to point that out is because it does. He's actually pointing back to Genesis. Yes. Right. And he's yes. encompassing that whole thing. Right. So what I don't want is someone to go, well, that's all Old Testament. Right. Yeah. And I think that's part of the problem, because if you hear yes. any of these terms, and I'm glad you clarified yes. the difference between patriarchy and biblical patriarchy because here's the problem with terms when people hear these terms today they pour meaning into it and it's not oftentimes the correct meaning we see this throughout our society yeah. uh, it doesn't matter for, for example i mean you, you know in the 1940s the term gay had a whole other different meaning yeah. than what it means today yeah right yeah and, and so i get that language is important and we must choose our words wisely but I think as far as within the body of Christ, within the church, we've got to help the body understand these terms and what we're saying. We're not talking about the patriarchy that the feminist is saturating the media with. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's domineering. That's hostile. Tyrant. That's the tyrant. Yeah. In, in fact, if I can find out, it actually there was a, a, a quote that um, – yeah, yeah, I want to read this to you because it goes to the heart of what you're saying, and, and then I'll, I'll, I'll answer because I think you did well on pointing us back to the Scripture. L- listen to this, though. This is, this is curious. <laughs> if you were to look up this term in Wikipedia, because we know all, all good Bible students should go to Wikipedia. <laughs> yes. No. Oh, but that's where the oh, world goes, oh, oh, right? I mean, that's where the world goes. <laughs> make a note of that. Just to be fair, just to be fair. <laughs> AI is also a good tool. Oh, yes. That's, a, that's where I get all my sermons. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hey, um, <laughs> hey, guy, the AI. I'll, they I'll, should name an AI software, Hey, guy. 
Yeah. Like, hey, God, the AI. That just sounds right to me. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, you probably I'm sorry. I'm up, I'm up here somewhere. That's, Y'all go ahead. <laughs> so, so check this out. The term patriarchy is much harder to define. Strictly speaking, patriarchy is simply the Greek word meaning father rule. We agree with that point. There's nothing in its etymology to make the term an epithet of abuse. All right. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob are often called the patriarchs. We talked about that, but check this out. Despite these positive associations, as a sociological and historical category, patriarchy is almost always used in a pejorative sense. Here, for example, is the first sentence of the Wikipedia entry on patriarchy. Hear this quote. Patriarchy is an institutionalized social system in which men dominate over others, but can also refer to dominance over women specifically. It can also extend to a variety of manifestations in which men have social privileges over others to cause exploitation or oppression, such as through male dominance of moral authority and control of property. Hear any buzzwords in that? That whole thing is a is a communist. Yes. It was written by yes. Hey Guy the AI. I think you're right. Yeah. But see, this is the problem, I think, gentlemen, that we're facing when we come to this topic. People in our pew hear that when you say biblical patriarchy. Even when I say it from the from the pulpit, they get a little, <gasps> little, little squirmy. They don't hear the yeah. biblical part. Right. They just hear the cultural yeah, yeah. words yes. patriarchy. And so we've got mm-hmm. to redeem, which redeem that's what it. God does, right? That's right. Amen. We gotta redeem the word we got to redeem what 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 was god's meaning in this well and and part of the pastor's job mm. is to teach yes these things it, it is it is mm. the pastor's job to say hey guys i understand but a little rabbit but yeah. we'll, we'll shoot it we'll and, shoot and it. eat it later yeah but it it's like when they say well, a sermon doesn't need to be but 20 minutes long <laughs> because that's all people's attention span will, will hold. Well, isn't the pastor's job is to train men and women so that they have the patience to Amen. listen to God's word yeah. so, that they, so that they are able to read God's word? Hmm. And it is like saying, well, Bible study doesn't work because people don't read anymore. I mean, it's, yeah. You know, and, and I remember Paul Washer, he gave a, a story of he was visiting a church and he asked the church had they ever considered, you know, reading a chapter from the Bible at the beginning of the service or so, and the whoever was with him said, well, you know, people just, they don't listen, it's their attention span wanders, no, nobody's going to pay attention to reading a chapter from the Bible, and Paul Washer said, I'm sorry, I, I thought the church was supposed to change the culture and Amen. not the other way around. Amen. And never forgot yeah. that. Yeah. So to your question, I go back to... Genesis, mm-hmm. which again, I'm glad you mentioned Jesus affirming, right? Because this, right. Yep. because a lot of people will say, well, that's Old Testament. No, 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 no. Jesus is in fulfillment right. of the Old Testament. He is. He knows it's the full counsel of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will Amen. never pass away. Amen. From cover to cover. So he goes back, and again, if we go back to the beginning, this is prior to the fall. Yes. God makes man first. Yes. Okay. So then if you look closely at the scriptures, and I'd love to hear you read this actual passage here in a second, James, mm-hmm. where we find that he creates woman with a purpose, and what was that purpose? Because it's not about value. It's not about um, equality. It's about 
order, yes. God's order. Go ahead, if you would. So we have uh, Genesis chapter 2. We go to verse 15. The Lord God took the man. He's made the man. Yep. Took the man, put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and keep it. We know from chapter 1 that it's not supposed to stay there, but keep going forward. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, You may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Hmm. Then the Lord God said, Remember, up to this point he'd been saying, This is good, this is good, this is good, this is good. And he says, It is not good that man should be alone. That's right. I will make him a helper fit for him. Yeah. There's biblical patriarchy in its concept, in its origin. Mm, I like that. That This this is biblical patriarchy. Mm -hmm. I like that. Not because of the fall either. Right. That's right. It's part of the order. And we can't lose that because what I've heard people say is, well, you know, the fall caused man to be put in charge. No. That's what we hear. Right. You do hear that. But that's not what... The fall is what made woman think that she is lesser unless she is a man. Amen. That's the yes. fault. Right. Yes. Yeah, because it says that she will, in essence, long for his position, right? Mm-hmm. We, we've twisted that a lot of times, and that people think it's within a sexual because it follows after the pain and childbearing, which, by the way, that hadn't gone away, right? The last <laughs> time I still checked, I think I heard Vody talking about this. I, I'll his. check with my wife. I'm pretty <laughs> right. sure that's still there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but, again, um, that she's created as a, as a help meet. Again, this is about order. It's not about equality. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So, so it's important things. Um, according to God's biological design, only Eve, right? Not another Adam was a suitable helper because only Eve together with Adam could obey the creation mandate. Um, that's why she was a helper fit for him. You mentioned a while ago the slippery slope, right? That think comp- that that loose in the complementarianism, which is mm-hmm. indistinguishable from egalitarianism. You you also see it leads to other stuff. It never stops. I remember one one man asked me, um, you know, if if there's a woman preacher, you know, is I don't know if she's going to go to hell. I don't know if I would say that. And I said, well, it depends on what else she's wrong about. Because this stuff never stays by itself. Mm-hmm. Liberalism is it keeps going further into other things that could be heretical. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, when we, yeah, it's just one of those things where I'm 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 going back every time we talk. And I think it's because you read that Wikipedia. <laughs> but but I keep going to, this is that mindset, there again, a communist mindset mm. that says that if we're not identical, then that means that there is a victim mm. and a, and a uh, abuser. Mm. And man must be the abuser because God set him to, to, to lovingly rule. Yeah. I mean, and and so you see, I mean, even going into what you we were reading in Genesis, this doesn't just affect men and women. It goes yes. to homosexuality. It goes to transgender. It is the shucking off of God's order yeah. and replacing it with one of chaos and death. Mm. Absolutely. 
There's a way that seems right unto man. Yeah. But the end is death. It's destruction. And it's back to what you were saying while ago. We're trying to create a God in our image mm-hmm. instead of worshiping the God who he is. Yeah, exactly. And when we wrestle with these things, we're in essence saying, I don't like how things are, and I want to make it fit mm-hmm. my life. And so, again, when we have misdefinitions, misunderstanding, instead of just going to the Scripture, because if I just go to the Scripture, two things are pointed out. Number one, the wife is going to struggle with that yielding to the order of God's design. Mm -hmm. But it also says that man is going to struggle with the wanting to dominate and Lord. Mm -hmm. So we get why these caricatures are painted in our culture. But if we define it biblically, we understand as we do when we move to the New Testament, husbands, Love your wives yes. as Christ loved the church and gave Himself That's for right. her, and not not just you mentioned uh, to be tempted to be the tyrant, right? To be the just the destroyer, right? But I think in our culture now, men actually are tempted to be the opposite, to be the effeminate, yeah. yes, to be the passive. Yeah, my I I had people fight back when I went. No skinny jeans. No skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, man, you know, that's just... And I'm like, it's effeminate. Yes. It's effeminate. But it yeah. helps your worship leader sing a little bit higher. <laughs> Which, by the way, I go on has record... That, has that worked for you? <laughs> I'm, I don't need the help, you know. <laughs> I, I used to have baggy jeans. I, I My wife feeds me well. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, they were used to be baggy they used to be baggy yeah. jeans. <laughs> so, so we've, you know, we've shot. We, we've, I feel like we've defined what we mean when we say biblical patriarchy. Yes. Okay, that does look different. You know, it's the same concept, but you know, we see that relationship in the church, mm-hmm. in the home, right? So maybe talk a little bit as pastors, both y'all are pastors, uh, talk a little bit about what does this look like when you carry this application into the church. Right. Um, it, do I need to clarify a little bit more, or can you go with that? It means that you have uh, female deacons, female pastors. <laughs> he was it ready means for it. <laughs> that, uh, uh, you know, they can do anything you can do, but better. Yeah. Said Anna uh, But better, that part's important. No, Don't forget that all part. All right. So <laughs> legitimately, in that, um, what happens a lot of times isn't in church life. You have a bunch of church women who want to say, oh, let's be over men. A lot of times in church, and I, and, I, and I know this because I can think of three churches off the top of my head right now who are saying the men aren't stepping up. Mm. The yeah. men aren't yep. stepping up. Yes. Now, I'm not saying that's the total problem. Right. I'm saying that's part of it. And what I've told these churches is, Pray for men. Yes. Pray for men. If you don't have a pastor and you don't have a man who's willing to stand up, your worship service should look like prayer. It's mm. good. That's good. I mean, it doesn't. We don't. We don't cancel worship service. That's right. We come together and we pray for biblical leadership. That's Amen. wonderful. And, yes. and so, absolutely, that, that's part of it. The other aspect of that is you do have women who are wanting to come up, and you do have women who are wanting. And you have men who are, you know, out there um, at your job when I help you. You know, remember, uh, I don't want to mention his name, 
But well, I, I'll, I'll mention his first name. It ain't like anybody to know who I'm talking about. But Jose is like, is your wife your your pastor? Pastors with you? And I said, no, Mm-mm. no, absolutely not. He goes, well, what happens if you die? <laughs> I went, huh? I'll be dead. <laughs> like, like, I'll see. Like my, somebody I'll see else my, will step my up. Savior. Yes. Yeah, yeah, somebody else will step <laughs> yes. up. My yes. my wife is not right. And, and and, but we have this culture of where. Husband and wives going to minute, and you see this even in conservative complementary. Yes, to where on the thing it doesn't say Bob Smith, pastor. It says Bob and Linda Smith, pastor. Mm. Right, yeah. Yeah. And, and what they're saying is that if the husband, then she is to be pastoring with him, because unless she's pastoring with him, you know she's lesser she's, and somehow she, she's le- she's not helping. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they, they, they would they would say that you know yeah. that, well she's being his help Be- because you know? at the bottom of it, remember Satan snuck past Adam to get to Eve right mm-hmm. or, or waltz past or whatever, ignoring him bypassing that order right, mm-hmm. and so Satan wants things to be androgynous. He yeah. wants things to yes. be just one substance. Yep. Mm-hmm. God likes multiple. Order. God likes yeah. diversity. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, I, I like that, that. That's a word that's been took from us. But God likes diversity. Yes, He made two completely separate human beings. Right, He made a bunch of animals for Adam to name. Mm-hmm. Right, like God is a God of diversity, uh, and I, I hate that that word's been took from us in a terrible way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so yeah, yeah. To that point, James, one of the things that helped me move from conservative complementarianism into biblical patriarchy mm-hmm. was. Understanding it's it's not just about roles because for the longest time that's where I camped out. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. well, God's designed us, which is true, with different roles and responsibility, but it's deeper than that. There is a nature, there's an intrinsic nature that is different from man and woman, and God designed it as such. Yes. And when we try to squelch that, when we allow the enemy to creep in and 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 androgenize that, I guess that's a word. If not, we just coined it. Yeah, but it, it 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 does a disservice to God, our Creator. We we have it in us to want to go to battle, mm-hmm. to want to fight, mm-hmm. to want a war, and our society suppresses that in today's culture. Because hey, why not send women into battle? But they're designed with a nurturing that we don't possess. And so I think I heard it somewhere, uh, probably Vody, where he talked about when we go off to battle for 2,000, well, 6,000 years, there's something about coming home Mm -hmm. because we need to escape that battle and find nurture. Mm -hmm. And, And that's why there's a design difference. And in that sense... We do complement each other, but biblical patriarchy says, no, men have this front lead. By the way, New Testament tells us it wasn't when Eve took mm. of the fruit. It was when That's Adam right. did. That's right. And through one man's disobedience, That's sin, right. sin That's and death entered the, the world. world. That's right. All right, so... With that, how does biblical patriarchy affect other doctrines within the church? So, so not just uh, necessary ecclesiology, mm. which it does obviously, but but other doctrines um, within the church. 
Would you say, could it affect people's respect of the pastor? Um, looking to the pastor as the being the, the yes. head of the church under Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again, we'll, we'll say roles, right, responsibilities, because again, that's part of it. We don't divorce from those terms just because uh, maybe it doesn't quite go deep enough. But that's an important place to begin. There are differing roles spelled out in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Um and just like it mirrors, you, you cannot help but see God's blueprint in everything. That's right. So let's begin with the Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. God sends the Son. The Father doesn't go. Mm-hmm. The Son goes. That's right. Right? Yes. Jesus, when he was going to leave after his death, burial, and resurrection, he tells his disciples he must go, but... He will send another to come alongside him to be a comforter. I will not leave you orphans. Right. Yes. And there's the Holy Spirit's responsibility. One reason I'm not a uh, a uh, Pentecostal charismatic is because the Holy Spirit doesn't draw attention to himself. Mm. His role is to point to Christ, and Christ's role and responsibility was I don't do my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. You see order, and no one disputes equality in essence, right? In the sense of uh, fully God, right? We we understand this, and yet you see the same stamp in our institutions. You see it within the family. Mm -hmm. You have a father who is lead in responsibility. Mm. You see, again, a helper who's his wife who helps— in, in, in fulfilling the mission together. Uh, they come together, right, and multiply. That's they have right. children, right? So so you see uh, uh, almost a, a, a triune essence in the home. Again, mm. where do we get this from? It's, 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 a, it's a snapshot of, of the Godhead. There's, your children aren't lesser in value. Your That's wife's right. not lesser in value. That's right. But they do have a differing responsibility Mm-hmm. In, in, in roles, right in roles, yeah, and, and so that. you see that. Now let's move to the church. Church is no different. You see the pastors, all right, who I believe, in a sense, if we're going to say, is like a husband in a, in, in a fatherly role. Mm-hmm. Then you have deacons that are servants, that are helpers. Yep. That, in essence, if we could say, is almost like uh, again a spouse, a good spouse helping to do the ministry. And then the children, the congregants, mm-hmm. that that help again to make the family unit. Work, yeah, and that's how government should be too. Which is why another reason we're biblical patriarchy. I don't believe complementarianism. It it stopped in the church. No, no, no. We got to go to the square. Yeah, Yeah. you got to get in the marketplace. So what about that? (laughs) That was the mic. That was his mic drop. Oh, (laughs) but what about that, brother? That's so. When we go to the marketplace, how does how's that look for biblical patriarchy? So we talk about the church. What do you yeah. see in the marketplace? I, my mind jumps to. I got to be careful how I say this because I don't want to be misconstrued. I understand. But when you have proper order, who is a wife responsible to? Mm, good. Is she responsible to. A hundred other men? No. 
and and today's society would have that. I, I, this would Good be point. this is going to be controversial, mm. but Paul says that I do not allow for a woman to speak up in in, in the service. Mm. Why? Because at this point, your wife should not. You're the protector of your wife. Yes, not me. Right. And when and when. What happens is it's, it's a protection for women mm-hmm. to, that, to have them operate through their husband yeah. in that way. It, it, it goes back to work. Now, I'm not say, I, and I don't want to be clear. I'm not saying that a woman with a job is, right. is Proverbs 31. Yep. The woman was productive. She, she worked. Yes. But what we've done is we've said, Women's work and men's work should be the same. Mm, yep. And so where uh, a man goes to work and he's having to answer to a general, he's having to answer to a boss, he's having to answer to a customer, mm-hmm. we've now put the woman in those exact same roles. Right, yeah. And and so when we talk about the marketplace, I, I'm, I'm looking at it and saying women are trying to fulfill the men's roles that God has placed on men to go forth and, and not, not multiply, but to take dominion. Mm-hmm. And we, and, and when we allow the women to go forth and try to take dominion, we see them in places to where, well, you look on uh TikTok. I don't, I don't get on TikTok, but I've heard that there is a trend of women going on TikTok, crying, literally crying, brokenhearted, it, what's a show and what's not? I have no idea. I've never even seen one of these. It's just a hearsay. You don't watch all the TikTok videos I send to you? No. Oh. Um, yeah. And so, but they're they're saying <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't. Yeah. And it turns out they're not fulfilled mm. going out and doing the work of a man. Remember that mm. our Thanksgiving podcast we did. We yes. talked about yes. The, Actually, I have listened ahead. to yeah, one. Go then. with it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because I'm, I'm my memory's foggy on it. But so, but I remember. So we played the video of the woman. Um, the work life just ain't what she envisioned it being, mm. and she's she don't have time to exercise. Uh, it, she she spends all her time driving to the place and back, or riding subway. I don't remember. And at the end, she says, "How am I even supposed to look for a guy?" And I'm just like. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> and, and that's not to I mean we kind of picked on her a little bit but we played uh, the the it weren't it's not it's not really him cuz it's not that old but uh give thanks with a grateful heart oh, yeah. over the video as, <laughs> gotcha. as she was complaining <laughs> yeah you know it, but here again you try to make women men men women you know the stay at home dad right it's not a healthy nor a good thing mm-hmm. It's not. No. Um, it's not. An, it's not a. It's not what God established. That's right. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. there. And that. I mean, we we try to be nice because we both know. We all know people that probably do that. But uh, but that's at the end of the day, we gotta go with what God has made clear in mm-hmm. Scripture. Yeah. Uh, I I had a thought I was gonna follow, but now it's kind of jumped out of my head. And and, and one <laughs> clarification is, women have always worked. Right. Right. We're not saying that women right. can't work. But society was set up to where basically every home was its own economic system. Yes. So it was a farm. It was a blacksmith shop. It was a, 
uh, whatever. You know, right. it was it was all these different things. Mm. And the wife served uh, with. with the husband yeah. in to make that economic system thrive. Right. During the, uh, 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 I want to say mechanized revolution. That's not right. Um, industrial. Industrial yeah. revolution. Yeah. During the industrial. It changed that yes. in our culture to where it made that whole topic much more muddier than it had to be. The man's job was no longer near his home. Yeah. Right. So that now when you say something like uh, the wife is to support the household, the man's job is to go out and take dominion. The man's mm-hmm. job is to go out and 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 work and, and, and make sure that there's food on the table. Um, it sounds like what we're saying is that, oh, so what are, you know, what are we, chopped liver? Right. But biblically, that's not the case. Yeah, because, again, you quoted Proverbs 31 earlier. The difference in, in what we're trying to explain is the Proverbs 31 woman, when she works, it was for the good of her household. Yeah. We're in a society where it's not about the good of the household. It's it's the good for the individual. I need a career. That's right. I need to establish. Excellent. And, Excellent. And that's the difference. Again, mm. no one's against uh, ladies. Please do what you can do for the furtherance of the gospel as a mission as your family in support of the God-designed family unit. That is, that's what this mm-hmm. world desperately needs, but not individualism. That says, I'm going to chase this, do this. I need fulfillment. Right. I think about, I won't say their names, but the couple that, that are at our church where uh, the husband owns his own flooring business and his wife works with him. Yeah. yeah. Right? That, helping him. I, I love that. Absolutely. I, I'm almost jealous of them. All right? I love that. Yeah. And, and even yeah. if they don't work at the same place, you know, yeah. obviously the question is, are we doing this collectively? Yeah. For the cause of Christ, uh, again, as the Proverbs thirty-one, uh, where it is for her family, it's yes. for is, their good. Is the family willing to sacrifice their children to the altar of mm. secular education mm. so that the wife can have a career? Come on now, I mean, Preach, that's brother. the kind of stuff yes. that we're seeing. And that's why I, 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 when you said that, it just clarified. I mean, yeah, I'm fits. the one who made the original comment, but when you said that, it just clarified it all real, real clear it fits. for me. Well, would you even say, because there's something here that we're touching on, to bring back to biblical to the word biblical patriarchy? Hold, hold on, I want to vote. I want to quote Vody real quick too. Right, let's hear. It. I, I, want, I don't want to be done. Vody quote. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> when, when you send your kids to Roman schools, don't be surprised when they come back Roman. Yes, pagan. Yeah, yes. pagan. Yeah, yes, and that's what we've done. Yeah, yeah. Would you say biblical patriarchy is more protective of the woman than egalitarianism is? Absolutely. Yes. And Absolutely. I, you've you put something in my heart not too long ago that, um, because in our society people want to see men cry. Mm-hmm. I was good for him to get home and cry to his wife. But you told me something. I'll never forget it. Uh-oh. Don't don't put anxiety on your wife. Mm, yeah, or or, or some something to that effect. Don't don't put anxiety. Don't load your wife with anxiety. Yeah, right. Uh, obviously, she shares your burden. You sure. could have made it this far without your wife sharing Absolutely. burdens. Absolutely. Yeah. But there's there's something to 
there's things your wife is not meant to carry. Right. And, and again, I know yeah. what you're saying, and to your point, yeah. what what are we weeping about? I mean, Christ yeah. wept, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. so so the right. most manly of all men to ever live. Well, sure, sure. But because, again, why? His heart and his concern for the loss. Yeah. How many times have we shed tears for souls, uh, for people we love? Yeah. Uh, and so you're, yeah. But those undue burdens, right, where we're, we are thin skin, right? Thin yeah. skin, right? We talked about bulletproof podcast yeah. last time. Yeah, so, thin skin. Yeah, that those are things that that, yeah. that creates an insecurity in the gland. Yeah, that, that's not necessary, right? Well, and, and and part of what you were saying was, you know, as a as a husband, there are certain things that that you have to bear. Yeah, and when you bear those things. You're doing your wife a un, dis, un, dis, just, unjustice. Disservice. Yeah. I'm trying to combine yeah. those two things. She, okay. she weren't meant working. to carry something. Yeah, right. and then, then just to right. go unload. Yeah. And, and and when you're stressed, if I'm stressed over, um, let's say, a work thing, and I'm just stressed, it's one thing to say to her, honey, it's been a long day. Mm-hmm. Pray for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's another thing to go. Every honey, little thing. Yeah. Giving every her little. every little detail to where she's over there going, uh, 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 is he about to lose his job? Yeah. Because, it, you know, and, and that, because women tend to be more worrier than men. Now, I'm not saying that's always the case, but it, it's it's a typical T- Typical, thing. yeah. 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 And, and she's over there talking, oh, no, they're going to fire him. You know, he's going to, he's going to lose his job, da, 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 da. There's no need in doing that. Yeah. And, and and ultimately, you and her need to be putting those things onto Christ. Absolutely. I, I may share a little bit. This may be one of those areas where we differ slightly in philosophy as in ministry. You're, you said it a while ago. I could not be where I'm at. I'm almost 25 years in ministry. There's no way I could have done what I've done without my wife sharing a lot of the burdens of the ministry. Yeah. And yet understanding what Scripture tells us, dwell together as a weaker vessel. That's not just, I can bench press more than her, right? Yeah, She's yeah. weaker in the yeah. physical sense. But there is, again, a it, it goes back to essence and design in which God hardwired us. Mm-hmm. There's emotional, all right? There's, again, responsibility in, in spiritual leadership and mm-hmm. protection, which you're speaking of. And so those things are all in play. But I have found that what my wife longs for in this relationship is to be an active participant in the mission. Mm -hmm. Understanding her biblical role in that help meet has been a sustaining grace in our marriage because discerning how much to unload, have her help carry it and be the sounding board. Because we need I, I that think, perspective, don't we, to, to hear that. Any any differences may be adjusted by Slight, this, yeah. is saying this. You need to know your wife. Yes, key. You need to key. know your wife. Yes. So wife, couple A, the wife may be able to hold and handle yes. a lot more than couple B, yeah. right? And I think, I think well that said. matters. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. I know some pastors, they don't need to say anything to their wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be ugly. No, 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 I, know what you're no I got you, brother. No, you're 100% on that yeah. one. I agree. That's and that's under, But that's identifying, that's discernment yes. of who they are, 
and not putting that undue pressure. Right. If you know their framework. And, and I think I think there's a difference well too said. between coming home and just dumping on your wife. Yes. Rather than um, asking for prayer, and I don't mean yeah, like. No. Man. In the in the church, lady asking for prayer to work, you know. Right. Let me tell you what so and so said. You know. um, but yeah. Yeah. It, it is it is that it is exactly what you said. She is there to help. She mm-hmm. is there to to participate in this uh, venture with yeah. you. And and knowing where she is in Christ, knowing you know, but also uh, if you don't share anything with her. As a godly man, what she is missing out is seeing your reliance on Christ. Yeah. Hmm. Right? If she thinks, well, my husband can just handle everything, that's not true. You, not you're right. Testimonies to where the pops in my head. We should give testimony to her life of, look what God did. Yeah. So that popped in my head while, you, while both of y'all were saying that. That's a, that's a really good balance. Yeah. 